Good morning. This is Brian Nuttall. On our series of experts travel shows with Robert Q. Travel, we're providing the very latest on popular destinations, many that include travel from London. And today on the show, how to choose the right cruise and cruise line. While cruise lines try to persuade travelers they can offer an all things to all people on board experience, many actually carve out distinctive lifestyle niches. And that's what we'll talk about today. Even the same line can offer different experiences based on the age and size of a ship and the destination and time of year you're sailing. So we have some excellent choices and important questions answered today with our Robert Q. Travel Specialist, Kelly Lynn Balderston. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. We hear the cruise commercials frequently on the radio or we see them on television selling fun and selling that all things for all people, but that's not the case. No, the cruise lines are very different and um, they they are good for different types of travelers, and not every traveler is the same. You can't expect every cruise line to be the same. So when people come in and say to me, we get the great question, I want to go on a cruise. But if they've never cruised before, there's so many things that you have to look at before you pick that that cruise that's right for you. You've often talked on the show about customizing a vacation or customizing a cruise. That's what we're really emphasizing here. You want that ideal match for everyone. Absolutely. And there's so many things to consider when looking at a cruise line and an itinerary that we really like to sit down and get to know our clients to find out which cruise line would suit them because we really want them to have an amazing experience and come back with amazing memories. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, we'll talk about the, the four day, the seven day, the two weeks, especially when it comes to the first cruise experience. We're also going to get to the partner cruise lines on the show today, but let's answer some of the more commonly asked questions regarding the options available. And first of all, talk about where they're going and when they're going the itinerary. Absolutely. People will come in and say, I would like to go on a cruise and A usual first cruise for a lot of people is either the Caribbean or Alaska is also a very, very popular first cruise. But when we say Caribbean, there's lots of itineraries. It's just not one itinerary and every island is different. So that's kind of where we start. You know, there's Western Caribbean, which would take into consideration Mexico, Belize, uh, Roatan, those islands. We can do an Eastern which is St. Um, Thomas, San Juan. They're very, very different experiences. So that's generally where we want to start. Do you want a very active itinerary? Then usually the West is a little bit more active, a little bit more going on. Um, a little bit more laid back would be the Eastern. San Juan is a lovely, lot, very historical, St. Thomas, but a little bit more laid back. So that's where we start. In my opinion, itinerary is the most important thing when cruising when choosing any cruise. So we'll start with itinerary and then even in Alaska. Alaska, when you get there, isn't just a cruise. You can add land portions, you can add pre and post. So there's a lot of things that we need to talk about before we get started. Mm-hmm. And Alaska, I mean, the, the, the view of in and of itself from the cruise ship is breathtaking, especially if you land in on some whales and you land in on the icebergs. Absolutely. Lots to see and going into Glacier Bay is important. And we always talk about that if that's important to you because they only allows a certain number of ships in. Um, and when you're talking about Alaska as well, that's when cruise line ship size becomes important because the smaller the ship, the easier it is to get into those glaciers and to have a really amazing experience. Back to itinerary uh, for a moment then. This is where you ask those all-important questions of somebody coming in for the first time to Robert Q. Travel because you want to get that best fit. Maybe some islands are a little more kitschy. Maybe others are a little bit more historical in nature. So then you will come to the words, okay, of the cruises in the Caribbean, for example, this is the one I I would recommend. Absolutely. Uh, 
some people are wanting to go on a cruise and get off and have a beach experience. Well, uh, you really, you know, that's if you're going to San Juan, it's not a real beach location. It's much more historical with forts and lots of history. So we'll try to match up those different those different ideas. Some people are just happy just to walk around on a port, but some people really want to get interactive. They want a zip line. They want to do four-wheel driving. They want to do swimming with the dolphins. So we really have to find out how active you want to be mm-hmm. before finding that great itinerary. Many of these newer cruise ships, I mean, we, we used to call them floating hotels. Now they're more like floating playgrounds. Floating playgrounds and floating cities. Some of them are getting so big. Um, the uh, Royal Caribbean has the Oasis and the Allure and the Harmony. They're 5,400 people based on double plus staff. It's it's mind-boggling, actually, if you ever port beside them to see how absolutely huge they are. But they're amazing. They're all-encompassing. They have a great boardwalk with activities and rock climbing and flow rider machines. There's just it's, – it's an adult playground and a child's playground. Mm-hmm. But not for everybody. Absolutely not for everyone. It's very, you know, for people that want a little bit more intimate experience, being on the water with 5,400 other people might not be their thing. So we're lucky we have other cruise lines that are as small as, you know, if you get into the really niche cruise lines, they can be as small as 600 people. But we deal mainly with the... uh, the the bigger cruise lines, mm-hmm. but Holland America has some great little ships that are about fourteen hundred people. And when you spend a week on that, you know everyone, you get to know the staff. It's a real intimate experience. I would imagine that that's why Holland America, who tends to appeal a little bit more to the older traveler, uh, is appealing to those that don't want to be a part of fifty four hundred or forty five hundred people. They love that intimacy and they really want to get to know people on board. They do, and they want to have that special service. And when you're on a little bit of smaller ship, you do get that really amazing service. They have um, different sizes. They have 1,400 passengers. They go up to 19. Their newer ships are 2,600, and it is a very different experience than being on a smaller ship. But there is something there for everyone. So a larger ship would have a little bit more activities during the day for those sea days for people that want to stay active. But uh, like I said, those are all the things you have to think about when you're picking a cruise, is you want to have that amazing experience. We've all heard the food, the food, the food, the food. But how do we hone in on what we really will enjoy on board? It depends on personality. And again, when we talk to people and they come in and they say, I want to go on a cruise and we've picked an itinerary and we want to pick a cruise line, they're all different. Um, Holland America is classic cruising. They have an amazing dining room that um, for dinner every night you can pick between your um, fixed seating, which is at either at 5.30 or 7.30, or open dining. But for people that don't want that classic, a little bit more regimented experience, Norwegian Cruise Line has prided themselves on what they call freestyle dining. So they have several restaurants. You can go whenever you want. There's no reservations. It's just like being at home. You can just pick and choose as you like. Mm-hmm. Now, they all cater to soloists or those who are traveling alone, but it's my understanding that Norwegian is kind of up there with the best of them. Norwegian Epic offers the line's largest studio, offering 120 single cabins. They are. It's nice that they're starting, the cruise lines are starting to see that they're really I want to missing the boat on single travelers. Um, we've talked on the show many times that there's a lot of people that are solo by choice or not by choice, and they still want to experience a great vacation. And, you know, you sometimes don't want to room with someone else. You want to have that experience. So Norwegian on the Epic has single cabins. Um, Holland America is also on the Koningsdam and the Neustadtendam. 
they are also putting in some single cabins. So that's really nice that they're addressing the need. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to uh, amenities again. What else should we look for? And maybe we can now include some of your travel partners, Carnival, Holland America, Norwegian Celebrity. Um, when it comes to the necessities, what should we be asking you about? And then what are some of the perks that are just really nice to have? Well, most of the cruise ships offer the same. They're, it's your room. It's your food. It's your service. It's all It's all fantastic. Um, some of the ships, with, um, uh, entertainment is a big question for a lot of people. Uh, the cruise lines are very different in the entertainment, and the entertainment on a cruise ship is fantastic no matter what ship you're on. Um, you have floating Broadway shows. You have dance shows. You have diving experiences. Um, Holland America, again, I only talk about it because it's my cruise line of choice. They have Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts. They have top-notch chamber music, if that's what you want. They have a piano bar. They've now introduced the um, Rolling Stone uh, bands cool. every night and B.B. King. So there is something for everyone. So we ask people, what is important to you? If you want that big, epic Broadway experience, then you know nobody can beat Royal Caribbean. They have amazing entertainment. If you'd like something a little bit laid back, Holland America is great for you. So that's always something. We also talk to people with children. Some of these cruise lines have amazing um, amenities for children, great mm-hmm. kids clubs, great activities, so that your children and yourself, it's it's a great experience for all. Because we can be on the upper deck and we just love the view, but the kids are going, so now what? Exactly. And some of the cruise lines, uh, Carnival, have great kids clubs. So you can put your kids in the kids club so they can have great activities great activities. They can meet some friends and have a great time. And then you can go back on their aft. A lot of them have a haven that is adults only, and you can sit around and have a hot tub, and maybe a nice cocktail under the Caribbean sun. So it's great for everyone. Let's go with Carnival just for a moment. Dub the fun ship, king of the budget cruise offering. So in other words, if you are traveling on a budget, it's a good choice. Absolutely. It's an amazing choice. They're, uh, they have great itineraries. They have great ships. Um, they have some large ones and some smaller ones. Carnival's fantastic because they sail out of many different uh, ports of call. So it's not just Miami. They have ships uh, sailing out of Tampa or out of Port Canaveral. So there's lots of options. They have three-day and five-day and seven-day. They have lots of options for you, but lots of things for kids. They have uh, mini golf. They have kids clubs. They have lots of entertainment. And I have to say, I did cruise on Carnival their food was top-notch. They have Hasbro, the game show, Seuss at Sea programming featuring a character breakfast. So there's lots of plans uh, around the kids and a lot of things that they can relate to because they've seen them on television. Absolutely. They have amazing programs. The partnerships between the cruise lines and other important companies um, is amazing. They have their partnerships. Um, there was a partnership with one of the cruise lines with with Barbie, so you could actually have a Barbie experience for your little girl if it was a special cruise. Um, Holland America is partnered with Oprah, so they have book clubs on on uh, on ships. So if you're wanting to have a, a down day, you can participate in some great book talk. Uh, so there really is something for everybody. I think people are always worried. They they look at the itinerary. They say, okay, these four days I'm busy at shore, but what am I going to do on that sea day? And I'll be honest. 
there is so much to do, you can't fit it in in one day. Next, we'll talk a little bit more among those things that you need to be asking when you drop into a Robert Q. Travel location is cabin location. We'll talk a little bit more about Holland America, that classic cruising, the daily afternoon tea and the comfortable cabins. And uh, it really is an amazing and certainly highly regarded and well-reviewed cruise line. We'll talk more about Norwegian and we'll get to celebrity as well and some travel tips and to prepare for a cruise. All that and more coming up with our vacation travel specialist, Kelly Balderston from Robert Q. Travel. You'll find them online at robertq.com. Be sure and follow them on Facebook and give them a call too. Back with more on 980 CFPL's Experts. With Brian Atoll and uh, Robert Q. Travel presenting this edition of The Experts. And we're cruising today on the high seas with some of the Robert Q. Travel cruise partners as well. And we're answering some of those most commonly asked questions regarding the cruise options that are available because these are questions that people come in and ask you about. Absolutely, they do. We've, uh, we've picked our cruise, we've picked our itinerary, we've picked our cruise line. And, you know, we are really looking at the needs and the, the desires of our clients and then we have to look at what kind of cabin. And it's sometimes people say, well, I want a cruise, but they haven't even considered what type of cabin and what kind of cabin location they want. Mm-hmm. Um, an interior versus a balcony, there's a lots of – it means different things to different people. People that are really active, um, you know, might be happy with an ocean view. But for people that really want to have a laid-back experience, have those afternoon sea days in the Caribbean, sitting on their balcony, having a – champagne and orange juice and reading a book, then that's an important decision. Again, it's customized, right? Because some will come in and say, you know what, Kelly, the cabin isn't really all that important to me. And they will say that and we'll just give the pros and cons about mm-hmm. it because you've once you've picked it, you've picked that balcony or you've picked that ocean view, but also location. If you're cruising South America from Buenos Aires to Santiago, you might want a starboard cabin because the shore is always going to be on your starboard Mm -hmm. because you're going south. So those are things that some people don't take into consideration. Question I've always wanted to ask, and I get to ask it now. How do you get to the captain's table? That's a good question. I have yet to get there. (laughs) Uh, They do have captain's night. I know that the captains are pretty busy now. They are pretty complex ships, so you don't often see them, um, which I'll be honest, I'm kind of happy with. Um, (laughs) I'd rather them pilot that ship than be eating in the dining room, drinking champagne with me. It's like the airline pilot that comes out. Oh, it's really nice to meet you today. And of course, the question comes, who's flying the plane, right? And actually, they (laughs) always have a great um, opportunity, a question and answer, usually sometime during the ship where the captain will come to answer those questions. And that generally is absolutely the very first question you will hear is, who is piloting the ship? (laughs) (laughs) It's when the two airline pilots come out to meet you. That's when we've got a problem. Exactly. Let's go back to Holland America for a moment. You call it classic cruising. It's among the most popular cruise ships on the sea. The MS Amsterdam, for example, a very regal ship. They have sophisticated art and antique collections on board. Holland America boasts million-dollar art collections on all their ships, and they're all very different, and they're amazing. The um, the eye of to detail on their ships are fantastic. Some of their – they have their newer ship, the Koningstam, which is all music-oriented, and they've got just some great – little bit modern mm-hmm. art that are, is amazing. And, and one of my favorite things about Holland America – is they complement that with probably the most beautiful fresh flowers, which is a very Dutch tradition. So throughout the ship, there's always beautiful flower arrangements around the ship. It's amazing. And again, with Holland America, you mentioned it earlier, but worth mentioning again, these tend to be more mid-size ships. They are absolutely the mid-size ships. Uh, Right now, they do have two that are 2,600, but they also have some great, their their Vista class ships are 1,900 people, 
Um, their pinnacle class are 2100. So there's lots of options depending on what you want. And those different ships do different things. Some of the itineraries, like if you're doing South America, you want something a little bit smaller because you're going through the Chilean fjords and you're getting into um, the Falkland Islands, which the bay is, you need to be small enough to get in there. So it can never accommodate a 5,400 person passenger ship. And that's in like many of the ports. Um, if you're in Bar Harbor, that's a very, very shallow port. So the, they're using smaller ships there. Uh, Grand Caymans, nothing can be over a certain size because her her um, bay is also very shallow. So none of those big ships are going into the Caymans. So if you really want to go to the Caymans, we have to put you on something different. Move on to something else. And Mediterranean, also a very popular Holland America destinations. Absolutely. Holland America does has amazing itineraries. Um, they're really known for their unique itineraries as well. So if you're wanting something a little bit different, they're a great cruise line. They'll do the med. They'll do the – we'll ask people, you want to do the med, but are you wanting to do Spain and, and Italy? Are you wanting to do the Adriatic? Are you wanting to do the Greek islands? Um, unless you're willing to give me 28 days, <laughs> we're going to have to make a choice. Um, but it would be great to have that 28 days and do everything. But the popular cruisers who have been doing this for a long time and have an allegiance to Holland America don't think twice about three weeks. Absolutely. It has one of the highest repeat clientele rate in the in the industry. And I think that's also, you had mentioned the it has an older demographic, and it does. But demographic changes to duration. On a three, four, five-day cruise, you get a lot of young families, a lot of children, people just wanting to get away. Once you start getting into two weeks, it is the senior population that has the time. So that's when you see that demographic, and it changes on all the ships. Uh, another partner would be Celebrity? Celebrity, um, absolutely. Modern Elegance is their uh, claim. They're beautiful, slick, sleek ships, um, absolutely catering to probably uh, um, you know a late 40s, early 50s clientele. You know, people that want that really nice, fine detail, but want it a little bit more casual. And food, they step up to the plate with the Tuscan steakhouses. They have lots of different options. You always have your main dining room that you can partake in or your buffet, but they have lots of options if you want a different experience. And some of the experiences are just wild. Um, They really have put an eye to having a special experience because dining is probably one of the most important aspects of cruising. We talked about customization and we're getting a lot of really helpful advice from you today because people just say to you at Robert Q Travel, put me on a cruise ship and uh, here's some of the things that I like to do, but I really rely on you to, to you know know the answers. And now they're going to be more informed coming in. And when it comes to celebrity, for example, they really do customize. You can add in a grill your own meat or bake your own pizza eatery. And so it, you know you feel at home. Absolutely. They have so many different ways to make it a different experience. And, you know, they have um, they have great martini bars. They have great places to meet people. They have they have grass on some of their ships, which just <laughs> blew me away when I saw it. They have an upper level. So they do have things. People don't realize how much there is to do on the ship and, and really how encompassing it is. And that, that's why when people – you generally do one cruise, they're back. And they can't wait to do a second. Let's connect this show to our last show when we were talking about Greece and the wonderful promotional opportunity to travel with Robert Q. Travel in uh, September and connect cruise ships to that. We can do lots of different things for people that want to uh, see Greece. They can do one of these major cruise lines, which will probably encompass Italy as well, because that's where we would go out and port a call. But then there's also littler ships, more customized um, companies, um, Celestial Cruise Lines. They have little ships, about 1,200 people, 
and they will take you island hopping. So you will be able to do the complete Greek islands island hopping. So there's lots of different options. It really depends what you want out of the experience. And we would be remiss not to mention as well the river boats. The river cruising is absolutely an amazing uh, experience. We do find that we have a large clientele that have experienced the ocean cruising and have just absolutely loved it and want to do something different. So then they'll come in and say, you know what, Kelly, I've done it. I really want to do a river cruise. And again, that's another conversation. And I'll go back to the very start. What itinerary do you want to do? Do you want to do the Rhine? the Danube, the Moselle. There's lots of rivers to take in, and they all offer something very, very different. And come in and talk to you about the service that's provided on some of these river cruises, and it's very, very personable, and the commentary is there, and the information is there, and you really feel like a king and a queen. Absolutely. Most of the ships don't have any more passengers than than 200. They also have some great, um, I know that on Avalon, they have some single cabins as well, so it, they are addressing the single traveler. But you get on that ship with only 200 people. You know the staff by the time you're done, and you also know all the passengers. It was a great experience on our very sad last day when you're disembarking. It's always sad, but you know almost everyone by name. So as people are leaving, they're calling you by name, and you've met lifelong friends. Ease the minds of those that may be traveling with Robert Q. Travel on board any one of these wonderful cruise lines uh, in terms of the technology in the boats now and in the ships. The, the, the stabilizers are like they've never been before. It's amazing. Um, I've been on many cruises and I've done some treacherous water. The stabilizers, it's their state of art. Um, I was worried my mother can experience a little bit of motion sickness and has never had an issue. You know, you're, you can sometimes look at, out at the horizon and think, wow, I can see that I'm moving, but I don't feel like I'm moving. Uh, they are top-notch ships, and they offer every modern amenity. Beyond the obvious, dressing for the cruise when you're going to Alaska versus dressing for the cruise if you're going to the Caribbean, what other advice do you offer in terms of wardrobe? Well, that's always a, a conversation because some people don't like the uh, classic gala nights is what we call them on Holland. And uh, every cruise line is different, but, you know, the dining room does want resort casual. So a lot of times what you would wear at a resort, some nice pants for men and a, and a, and a collared shirt and for women, slacks or, or capris or anything's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't like to do that and you don't want to participate in a dress-up night, there's always the buffet. Almost on all ships, whatever's offered in the dining room is offered in the buffet as well. So you, just because you don't want to dress up doesn't mean you're going to miss out. How does it work in terms of passport and all the legal size when you're traveling to different islands within the same trip? Well, we were that's part of our service is we pre-register our clients on the ship and make sure their passport information is logged with the ship. Um, when you cruise the Caribbean, you just go through customs when you get on in the U.S. and go through customs when you get off in the U.S. and you're free to go. But again, it's an important discussion to have with our clients because passport validity is different for every island. So if you're going into Central America, you want to have six months on that passport. And uh, if you're doing a South American cruise, the cruise line will actually keep your passport because it does need to be stamped. So it really depends on the itinerary. But worth repeating again, you take care of that before they depart. So all of that, you've kind of opened the gateway for them. Absolutely. We really want to make sure that the passport is valid and and good to go because it's something a lot of people just don't consider. And finally, something that you often hear is, I'd love to go on a cruise because I would like to come home and say I was here, 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 and here, and here, and here. It is a great way to check off those uh, countries on your list so you can add, but it's also a great opportunity to get a taste of a country. 
I know that my trip to uh, South America when we were in Chile, it's such an amazing country. It's one that I have now, can now say I've been there, but gosh, it's somewhere I'd like mm-hmm. to explore deeper. And that's the nice thing about cruising. It gives you a taste of lots of things. And how many times over have you seen that where they've gone on a cruise, they've landed on one particular island, and then they said, we've got to go back and we have to spend more time there? Absolutely. Greek islands are a perfect example. If you're on a cruise and you're only in Mykonos for six hours, it really, I think it's kind of mean myself to <laughs> bring you to this incredible island with this with incredible food and incredible beaches and just give you a taste. Mm-hmm. You come back and say, you know what? We're going to go back and spend some more time. You've given us a great taste of what it's like to cruise in 2019 and 2020 with the itinerary planning and all of the beautiful amenities, the importance of the service that's available on these cruise ships and the the choices that you have with the uh, ship size and the cabin location and the cabin size. So you've enlightened us greatly. We'll look forward to having you back on the holiday weekend. Thanks, Brian. And have a great weekend.